to worship here at St. Philip the Deacon. It's good to have you all here. A special welcome, as always, to anyone worshiping with us today for the first time. 
If this is your first time worshiping with us, please know we've been expecting you and we're delighted by your presence. I also want to welcome, as always, anyone joining us uh, online. And as always, you can find resources for worship this morning at spdlc.org slash livestream. I will start my announcements by reminding us that it's Palm Sunday. Uh, it looks like there are some children gathering out in the narthex. If there are any children sitting in the pews who would like to join the entry procession, uh, you are welcome to go out into the narthex right now, um, and some people will direct you and get you a palm and so forth. So this is Palm Sunday. It's the start of Holy Week, uh, which is the most important week of the church year. Uh, and I just have a couple of quick announcements, uh, the most important of which I suppose is a reminder about all of our worship services this week, uh, starting today, Palm Sunday, and then Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, uh, First Light of Easter on Saturday at 5.30, and then all of our Easter services on Sunday. Also a reminder on Sunday that our first uh, Sunday morning service is 15 minutes earlier than usual, and our final service is 15 minutes later than usual, and all of those times are indicated in your bulletins this morning. Uh, and as part of our uh, Holy Week uh, offerings this year, we're also doing, uh, and this is on the cover of the Partners in the Gospel, a Way of the Cross on Tuesday the 12th at 1 o'clock p.m. here in the sanctuary. That's sort of a continuation of the Tuesday at 1 o'clock Bible studies that we had been doing throughout the season of Lent. So join us for that if you are able. And then I also want to lift up one other thing on the Partners in the Gospel, namely the next new member orientation on Tuesday, April 19th. Um, this is a wonderful time of year to welcome people uh, that you may know who are looking for a church home, home to join you at any of those services I just mentioned or to invite them to come to that new member orientation to learn more about becoming part of this wonderful uh, faith family. Again, welcome to each and every one of you. We are glad you are here. I'm going to invite you now to please stand and face the entrance of the sanctuary. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord be with you. We raise our palms. Sovereign God, we thank you for these branches of palm. By your blessing, may they be for us signs of the victory of your Son. May we who carry them in his name ever hail him as our Messiah and follow him in the way that leads to eternal life, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 19th chapter. <clears throat> After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Just say this, The Lord needs it. So, those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. Some of the disciples in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Merciful God, as we enter this holy week and gather at your house of prayer, turn our hearts again to Jerusalem, to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that united with Christ and all the faithful, we may one day enter in triumph the city not made with hands, 
the new Jerusalem, eternal in the heavens, where with you and the Holy Spirit, Christ lives in glory forever. Amen. Let us proceed in peace. In the name of Christ. Amen. grace of Christ Jesus, the rich mercy of God, and the unity of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Sovereign God, you have established your rule in the human heart through the servanthood of Jesus Christ. By your Holy Spirit, Keep us in the joyful procession of those who, with their tongues, confess Jesus as Lord, and with their lives praise him as Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated.
look at the very details. That's all the small stuff. Look at the lines. Look at the stem. Look at where it was cut. The small stuff are the details. So children, can you say the word details? Details. Now, when Palm Sunday came, it was all part of details that Jesus had too. He knew there would be a colt, a baby donkey that nobody's ever ridden, would be ready. That was one of the details that Jesus knew about Palm Sunday. Another thing about Palm Sunday is people worshiped in different ways. Some said, Hosanna. Can you say Hosanna? Hosanna. Some people waved their palms. Some people put their coats down on the ground. Those were different ways that people worshiped Jesus. There are so many different ways the choir sings, the pastors preach, we can be helping others. There's so many ways to worship Jesus. Another thing about Palm Sunday, think about how old you are, okay? If you're five years old, that means you were born five years ago. If you're 10 years old, you were born 10 years ago. 500 years way before Jesus was born, Zechariah said that in the Old Testament, he said that the Jewish people would get a king that rode on a donkey 500 years before it actually happened. Oh my gosh, that happened. And one more thing about Palm Sunday. Jesus does things that are unexpected. The people thought that they would get a king that was an earthly king with crowns and jewels and all this fancy stuff. But Jesus came riding on a donkey with palms waving, wave your palms, and he died on the cross for us. This whole week is Holy Week, and during Holy Week, we're going to be talking about Palm Sunday starts it, and when they had the Lord's Supper, and when he prayed in the garden, and when he was crucified, and then he rises on Easter. That all starts with Palm Sunday. So wave your palms one more time, and then fold your hands for our prayer. Close your eyes. It's a blessing today for you. God of love, bless these children of all ages. Bless them with the knowledge that you love and care for them. Bless them with your love and forgiveness that they too may love and forgive others. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord and King, amen. Today, all Faith Creek people, preschool and elementary, will go into the big room to watch the second part of our movie today. So you can go to the big room. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This most holy week that we enter today is at the heart of our faith, beginning with Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, a moment of joy we just celebrated with singing and waving palms. 
We do hope you will take your palm home and allow it to be a reminder to be prayerfully present as we, who are Jesus' beloved, journey with him through this Holy Week. We next gather for worship on Monday, Thursday, then Good Friday, the Vigil of Easter on Saturday evening, and Easter Sunday morning. On those days, we will be mindful of our Lord and worship him as he celebrates his Last Supper with his disciples, as he gives his life for us on the cross, and as he rises from the dead, our sure and certain reason for hope and joy. But what happened in Jesus' life? What did he say and do between Palm Sunday and Monday Thursday? Once again this year, instead of having a traditional sermon, we will turn our attention to scripture readings that describe events on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Holy Week. They will show the escalating conflict between Jesus and the religious authorities and also our Lord's abiding love. You may wish to follow along in your worship folder or in your Bibles. Each section of readings will begin with a brief introduction and will be followed by music. You may remain seated throughout this meditation, including during the hymns. So on to the readings. On Sunday of Holy Week, Jesus entered Jerusalem to shouts of acclamation. According to Mark, Jesus stayed in Bethany that night, perhaps with his friends Martha and Mary and Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. Then on Monday, he went back to Jerusalem and into the temple and was distressed and angered by what he found there. On Tuesday, he was questioned by one of the scribes, and we hear his profound commitment to love of God and love of neighbor. A reading from Mark, the 11th chapter. Then they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves, and he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He was teaching and saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? And when the chief priests and the scribes heard it, they kept looking for a way to kill him, for they were afraid of him, because the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. Continuing in the 12th chapter. One of the scribes came near and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that Jesus answered them well, the scribe asked him, which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all of your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other, and to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself. This is much more important than all whole burnt offerings or sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him, any more questions?
continuing with events on Tuesday of Holy Week as recorded in Luke, we listen as our Lord renounced the injustice of the scribes and then as he praised the devotion of a poor widow. A reading from Luke, the 20th chapter. In the hearing of all the people, Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And continuing in Luke. Jesus looked up and saw rich people putting their gifts into the treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. Finally, we hear events from Wednesday of Holy Week as recorded in Matthew. The plot to kill Jesus and the betrayal by one of those closest to him. Between those events, Jesus received an act of tenderness and devotion. A reading from Matthew, the 26th chapter. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and they conspired to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, not during the festival, or there may be a riot among the people. 
Continuing in Matthew. Now while Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very costly ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when the disciples saw it, they were angry and said, Why this waste? For this ointment could have been sold for a large sum and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? She has performed a good service for me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. By pouring this ointment on my body, she has prepared me for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever this good news is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in remembrance of her. And finally, in Matthew, then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I betray Jesus to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he began to look for an opportunity to betray him. We have heard this morning are some of the significant events in Jesus' life between Palm Sunday and Maundy Thursday. Since many more events and much of the Lord's teaching were not covered in what we read today, we've listed the full readings in the Did You Know section of your worship folder, and we commend them to your devotional reading in the coming days. A very blessed Holy Week to you all. We invite you to return on Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday and Easter to worship our Savior who out of his wondrous sacrificial love died and rose for us and for our salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen.
drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church, the world, and all who are in need. We pray for the church, called to follow Jesus in the way of the cross. Make us unflinching servants of the gospel. Deliver us from hardship as we confront the forces of injustice and practice love and compassion. Merciful God, for the earth and all its inhabitants created in love, train us to recognize your divine goodness in the world around us. Rouse in us a reverence for creation that we take greater care of its resources. Merciful God, for those in positions of authority called to lead with integrity and compassion, Supply them with courage and vulnerability when challenged with new ideas. Deliver them from fear that limits imagination and impedes justice. Merciful God. For those who suffer, waiting expectantly for mercy and consolation, accompany those who feel abandoned or betrayed, defend those who are wrongly accused, and embrace those who are incarcerated or detained. For the people of Ukraine and the laying down of weapons, for those who are nearing the end of life, for those who are ill, and those on the mend, especially Mary, Brian, Peggy, Julie, Arthur, Margie, Tom, Lola, Nina, Elaine, Sylvia, John, Roxy, Dennis, and Lincoln. Merciful God. For the gift of new life, we give thanks and celebrate the birth of Savannah Hoyt. Surround her with your love and grace all her days. Merciful God. For Christians around the world preparing this week to journey with Jesus to the cross, reveal to us once again the earth-shaking power of humble service, unmerited forgiveness, and sacrificial love. Lead us all from death to life. Merciful God. We remember those who have died who were commended into your hands. Remember us when we come into your kingdom and prepare a place for each of us with you in paradise. We pray on this day for Loretta Rower and her family as they mourn the death of her mother Hazel. Merciful God. Accept the prayers we bring, O God, on behalf of a world in need, for the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Just a note about our sending hymn, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. We will be singing all four verses of that hymn. All four verses. And now people of God receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
in peace, Christ is with you. Praise be to God.